0: Job 23, verses 8 through 10, and it reads, it says, I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. 10. But he knows where I am going. Some of your Bible says he knows the way that I take. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure gold. And when he tries me, that's somebody else's Bible, I will come out as pure gold. You may take your seats. I will come out as pure gold. You know, it's my prayer this morning that you receive two things from this word, that you will understand that in everything, somebody say, in everything, everything, there is a time and a process, even when trials are hard to endure. There is a time and a process, even when trials are hard to endure. And the second thing I want you to get is I pray that you will be able to check your reflection. Somebody say, check your reflection in the midst of the trials that you go through. And the reason I say that is because when we come out of these testing trials, we come out reflecting more and more of his character for his glory. Amen? Amen. You know, God has been dealing with me about the process of a thing, processes, how things work, how things, the process of a thing. And and, and I just want to, Have you pondered this thought? You know, have you ever truly truly considered the process of a thing? You know how something works because you look at it and you kind of say, okay, well, you flipped the light switch and the light came on. But do you know all of what took place to get that in between, the process of what had to happen, what kind of wiring or what kind of, we just look at the surface of a thing and say, okay, that's how that works. But God has been dealing with me a little bit in depth about the process of a thing. And so I most recently spoke at a a woman's empowerment tea, and I was preparing the message there, and I was led to speak about how tea is made. And I'll be honest with you, I was content with thinking about, hey, you open a little bag, you open the tea bag, get it in the hot water, wait a little bit, maybe add a little sugar, and enjoy your tea. Pick a tea of your choice and go on with it. And then I realized, as I was preparing, He did not mean how to enjoy a cup of tea, but he wanted me to dig into how tea is actually made. And I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. It's all a part of the process. See, tea is made through a process which includes something called withering. That's when you are exposed or when it is exposed to blasts of hot air in order to change the element. And then there is a crushing, where the leaves are crushed on a rotating table which twists and turns, tearing the leaves. And then there's the next part, there's drying and milling. The leaves are dried to seal in the juices, the flavors, and then they are milled, which means they are cut into finer pieces for a finer consistency. And then they are sifted through various meshes. Now that sounds like so much, right? And then there's the blending. The leaves are combined with up to 40 types of different leaves to create a distinct taste. They might mix it with maybe some orange peel or hibiscus and all those different types of things, right? right? And I submit to you today, after reading all of that, that the same steps that are involved with making tea are so in the life of a believer. You know, there's going to be some withering, some pressure, hmm? exposed to some hot temperature, the breaking down of some things in your mind that will help you to change some things you used to do to what he wants you to do. You know, that's why the word says, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. There will be a crushing. So you might go through some twists and some turns, and there'll be some tears. Maybe not the tearing, but some tears. You will have drying in Millen. What does that mean? It means that he will allow a season of dryness where everything just seems to be at a high temperature, which limits your options to him and him alone. You know, the milling is the part that cuts you down even further by sifting you through various circumstances. Hmm. You know, those circumstances, those experiences where it doesn't matter how much money you have because you can't pay your way out. Don't matter who you know because your friends and your status can't pull you out. Don't matter where you live. It don't matter because your house, your house cannot give you the peace of mind that you crave. Amen? You know, the doctor's report says what it says, and if God doesn't heal you immediately, guess what, you will have to go through the process. You know, I just need to talk to somebody this morning who knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Something that you had to, you prayed for something over and over and over and over again. Huh? And and, and it wasn't. You didn't get to say nevertheless yet. You kept on praying over and over and over again, and then you realize nevertheless, not my will, but Thy will be done. And then after all of that, there has to the nerve to still be some blending that has to take place. Some blending. <laughs> That's when God allows you to live, work and play among others that you glean from and that may glean from you. Some of which who will help test your patience, test your patience and your character. I'm speaking to you this morning from the topic it's all a part or it's all part of the process. Somebody say it's all part of the process. You know, the scripture says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, familiar passage, I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Some of your Bible says thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. So what is a process? What's a process or procedure? A process is a series of actions or steps taken in order to, to achieve a particular end. It sounds so simple, but in actuality, going through a process can be extremely difficult. Where's Gottlieb at? Even in math, he's a math guy. That's why I was going to look at him. Even in math, when solving equations and problems, you have to go through the process. Sometimes you can miss a step or get out of sequence, and get the answer completely wrong. I recently took a math class, and during that time, we were simple, it was called simplifying problems. And we were getting ready to transition and move into solving equations. Now, I need you to listen to this because I need you to get this. In one of my classes one night, the te- in that math class that night, the teacher said, up until this point, We have been taking complicated problems and making them simple she said but from now on going forward we are looking for solutions and instantly i said well wait a minute then she said it again and i was instantly quickened in my spirit you know i didn't shout at the time like i wanted to But I don't want to miss this opportunity to speak a prophetic word into somebody's life and let you know that, hey, you have simplified long enough. You have taken complicated things and made them simple. But from now on, somebody say from now on, as you move forward, it's time to solve the complicated problems once and for all. Huh? No more simplifying never solving anything so it's so simple but it keeps on coming up it's so simple but it keeps on presenting itself again and again it's so simple he said solve the problem take the steps go through the process and solve the problem hallelujah you know glory to his name for his grace in the process we don't always get it right the first time but does he give us an opportunity to do it again and again and again you know sometimes going through the process means going through hardships just before we reach our text in verses 3 through 7 before in verse 10 verses 3 through 7 Job is responding to his hardship before we get there and if you know about Job you know that he lost everything his home, his children, he was sick in his body. And when you get to those, in that passage, the language he uses in these verses, verses three through seven, is equivalent to that which would use in a courtroom setting. Verses three through seven, I want you to go there. Job 23, three through seven. It reads, it says, If only I knew where to find God, I would go to his court. I would lay out my case and present my arguments. Then I would listen to his reply and understand what he says to me. Would he use his great power to argue with me? No, he would give me a fair hearing. Honest people can reason with him, so I would forever, forever be acquitted by my judge. Then we drop down to uh, to the verse 10, but he knows where I am going. And when he tries me, when he tests me, I will come out as pure gold." You know, the word test there and tries is a Hebrew word, bahan. And it has two meanings that I want to explore. The first is to prove, to test, or trial, to examine. In that first trial setting, so in a trial setting, I just imagine in a courtroom setting, there's a prosecutor. We're going to refer to him as the accuser of the brethren. He gets to go first. This is the part of the trial where your case file or your record of wrongs and what you are accused of is presented to the court. Huh? This is the embarrassing part, the humiliating part, the part where you are faced with what you've done wrong, your flaws, your shortcomings, what they said, even some lies, amen? In the court of law, you know, I found out that there's something called the due process. I was due process. The due process balances the power of the law of the land and protects the individual person from it. It gives a person that is guilty of a crime the right to be represented by a lawyer. Thank God for due process as it pertains to life, liberty, and property. I believe the same is in God's court, due process. You know, so even though you have the part of the trial when the accuser is going to try to tarnish your reputation, call out your wrongs and flaws, you can go through the hard part of the trial because you know that due due process is going to take place. You know, when you know you got a lawyer named Jesus who put the blood on your record and wiped it clean once and for all and you've accepted him huh as your representation your lord and savior you can look the enemy in the face and say thank you for being part of the process Where's Jimmy James at Thank you for being part of the process Somebody in here today needs to look at their accuser, look at their situation, look at the enemy and say, Thank you for being part of the process. You know, I can get through, I can get over you, I can conquer you, I can win because of God's due process in His due time. You can say it like Job did. He said, I will forever be acquitted on all counts. You ever heard that in the court of law? Not guilty, all counts, that's what it's like. Hey, not guilty, all counts, not guilty, all counts. And that's something to hear and you ought to be able to shout when you know that you were guilty of a crime. When you know that you didn't get the punishment that you deserved. When you found out that I have a savior, hallelujah, named Jesus, who represents me, who wiped the slate clean, who took my records, my wrongs, and made them right. Hallelujah, my lawyer. You know, he said, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. He will break through pieces of gates and bronze and cut through bars of iron. He knows the way that I take, and when he tests me, I will come out as pure gold. The other definition of test, it has to do more with the refiner's gold, a testing of the heart. I don't know if you know anything about the refining process, but I was familiar, I was familiar with hearing that. That's when the gold is placed in the fire, at heightened temperatures to separate metals which tarnish the quality of the end product the mineral waste or dross as you might be familiar with rises to the surface and is scraped from the top of the gold and when that happens the gold will come out in its purest state Uh you know I believe (laughs) on today that you reach another level of worship in your life when you can Focus on the goodness of God while you are in your tests and trials. You give a different kind of praise. You, you worship different when you come out of a fire. Huh? When you come out and you have an understanding that in everything, there is a time and process, even though the trial may be hard. Then when you get to the point where you can check your reflection. In the middle of the test and the trial, you can check and see, God, what do I look like? Hallelujah! When I look at your word and what you say about me, and I'm in the middle of a trial, I can check and see what you're doing in my life. It's an elevated worship experience when you realize he is God when the sun is shining and he is God when the storms are raging in your life. He is God when they celebrate you, but he is also God when they lie on you. He is God when there's a birth, but he is still God when there is death. Oh, it's easy to praise God when the prom- on the promotion part of the trial, the increase part of the trial, the part when they speak well of you. But can you praise God during the part where they talk about you? Can you praise him during the scraping of the dross when he's removing the things from you right off the top? Can you praise him? Hallelujah. When things don't look like they're going the way that you want them to go. When things don't seem right, when things ain't lining up, when you did all that you were supposed to do to plan it all out and line it all up and you made all the right phone calls. You did your part and it still didn't go the way that you wanted to. Can you praise him when he's building your character, when he's snatching out pride, when he's snatching out something that envy and snatching out jealousy and snatching out things that don't need to be. Can you praise him? Hallelujah in the midst of your trials and your circumstances. Check your reflection. Hallelujah. Glory to his name on this morning. Paul said, I learned how to be abased and how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. You know, I know when it's all said and done, when the final trial is done. You know what he wants from us? He wants us to be abased, know how to be abased, and know how to abound. How to operate in a low state and how to operate in the overflow. How to be full, 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 but how to be hungry. A base so that you know how to treat people. So that you know how to see people that other people can't see. So that you know how to not walk past somebody and move them out of your way so that you can have a sense of, how to treat people, how to love people where they are, how to talk to people, how to do unto others as you will have them do unto you. Abased, abased, abased. That's why he might have allowed you to be in a low state so you can know what it feels like, so you can treat people like something. Abound so that you can relate to your Father in heaven. Abounding so that you can know that he's rich and grace and mercy. Abounding. you know they are things hallelujah in the power of his hand hallelujah oh abounding in his abundance and then and then and then you can sing Robin of the goodness of God when you realize that why am I going through this if you were like me why is this happening what did I did, did I do something what is this he says purifying you he's purifying us He's purifying you. Hallelujah. I've been trying to un- understand some things. I have presented my case to him. I have presented my case to him. In tears and in great sorrow, I cried out to him from the depths of my soul. And I believe his response to all of us is when he says, Adrian, it's all part of the process. Latanya is all part of the process. It's all part of the process. Gloria, is all part of the process. Charlie, it's, it's all part of the process. Why, why me, why? I just, when I get one step forward, I, it's all part of the process. The altar is open. The altar is open right now. If you desire prayer, if you want to kneel before God at this time, now is the time. If you want to stand at your seat, if you want to kneel where you are, the altar is open. Hallelujah, you need to recognize that as you go through whatever it is that you're going through, wherever you are in the process, now is the time to seek the Lord. Hallelujah to his holy name. Hallelujah to his name on the